We're human battery packs. Like, you ever notice where someone walks into the room and you're like, you can just feel their energy? The human body is a electromagnetic system. Back in the olden days, my yogis used to call this your auras. But where does energy come from? Like, what does it mean? Where does it come from? How do we get it? What do we do with it? But as I said earlier today, energy is the ability to create new cells. That's it, that's what it comes down to, the ability to create new cells. So this afternoon, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cover with you a little bit of geeky science. Would that be okay if I go through some geeky science with you guys? Energy, what is it? How does it work? How do we create it? How do we manufacture energy? People keep asking about this. Now you have these things in your cells, which we'll talk about called mitochondria and, and all that stuff that's in your cells. And people have heard of this thing called the mitochondria before. But before we go to the mitochondria, we have to look at the entire system of the body. And the entire human body is an energetic system. If you really think about it, like if we really go study, we're battery packs. We're human battery packs. Anyone ever seen The Matrix? Come on, you gotta have some Matrix fans in here. Matrix nuts, right? Yeah, like of course. That's, there's so much truth to that movie of how the body and the human body works. It's really interesting, right? But the human body is a electromagnetic system. What does that mean? It's made of electricity and it's made of magnetism. It's two of them. It's the, both of them combined. Like you ever notice where someone, where someone walks into the room and you're like, you can just feel their energy, right? Like someone that you can say is charismatic or if someone walks in the room and you're like, holy cow, and everyone's head turns. That person has an amazing energy around them. You ever notice that, Murad? Like someone's energy is just so powerful, right? That's the electromagnetic energy, specifically scientifically, that's what it is. It's not just a feeling, just not, but it's the electromagnetic energy that comes off of that. So all of us are these battery packs releasing this electromagnetic energy. Now, back in the olden days, my yogis used to call this your auras. Remember that, your auras, you heard this, your aura? Scientifically, today, objectively, we call it your electromagnetic energy. They're both right. They're both right. I want you to understand that. That the human eye, some people's human eye, can see the colors of those energies. Wow, okay, that's cool. But the human body, if we go measure it, you can measure the space and the distance of energy that comes off of you. You ever been around someone, you're like, oh, I walked into that room and I just had this conversation, Zabby, with this person, and they just sucked all the life out of me. Like, you just like, you walk away, like, uh, you feel like a zombie? Anyone ever feel like that? Yeah, and if you, if you haven't, it's probably because it's you. <laughs> just give you a little bit of a context. It's probably because it's you. So, you may want to change that. I'm just saying. I'm joking. Not really. But at the same time, <laughs> all of us have felt that energy. When you walk in, or, or you just have this conversation with somebody, and you know it's just draining. And the mind and the body is just like, ugh. My God, it, it just, the body just feels completely different. Now, that's your electromagnetic pulse that's around you that's feeling it. Where does this electromagnetic energy come from? Where does that energy stem from? How do we get that? How do we magnify it? This is the experience of life. This is the experience of health in our body because the greater the expansion of electromagnetic energy, the greater the health. You ever been in a room, and this kind of sounds morbid, pardon, pardon me if it does, but when someone is maybe really sick or dying and you can feel the energy being taken out of that room, yeah, it's true. You can feel it, right? And all of us 
this is this is the power inside of it. Or you ever been with someone and just in that, you know, in a in a group of friends and just the person's energy is just and people will just say, I just love this person's energy. They're just fun, they're just light, they're easy. It's not that. The psychology is a symptom of the electromagnetic energy. Yes, I'm gonna say that again. The psychology is a symptom of the electromagnetic energy. So someone who's got energy inside, their psychology is lighter, easier, fun, more charismatic, all of these things. But that's not random. That's not a random place that people end up there. So in our nervous system, uh, do we have this on slides? Yeah, we do have on slides. I'm going to go back and forth, just so you guys know. I'm going to go back and forth between the slides and my board here. All right. So the human body has two parts to its nervous system. You've all heard it. It's not new. It's not revolutionary. You've heard this before. But one of them, one of the pieces is called the sympathetic nervous system. And the other part is called the parasympathetic nervous system. Parasympathetic nervous system. Okay? Now, if you've been to any of my talks before, any of my programs before, I talk about these two parts of the nervous system every, almost every single time. And because I have to. You can't talk about balance, energy, homeostasis, life without discussing these two sides. Now, the sympathetic part of your nervous system, Aaron, that was the part that was challenged. That you looked at it and said, hey, look, you know, I'm perceiving these challenges in my life. And this is the part that says, you know what, this fight or flight or freeze. And it says, you know what, this is, this is stressful to me. So the sympathetic nervous system kicks on. Now, at the same time, you have the parasympathetic nervous system kick on. And the parasympathetic nervous system says, you know what, this is the part of your nervous system that is relax, rest and digest, right? If you're working, your sympathetic nervous system kicks on. If you're not working, your parasympathetic nervous system kicks on. During the day, your sympathetic kicks on. During the night, your parasympathetic kicks on. Is this making sense? And so what happens is your entire nervous system is constantly working in this dynamic equilibrium and balance always trying to stay in a state of homeostatic balance. You've heard this term homeostasis, someone used it before. But the human body is actually working towards allostasis. Allostasis means moving towards balance, moving towards homeostasis. It's a negative feedback, right? I'll give you an example of one. How many people in this workout, oh, better yet, how many people felt their heart rate jump when you start dancing here with me or Des or Amanda? Your heart rate goes up, right? And did it stop? Maybe you got to 140, 150, 160. Some of you are like 180. You're like, oh my God. Did it stop and did it go back down? Yes, it did. Of course it did. Because that's allostasis. It's a negative feedback, bringing your heart rate back down. Now that negative feedback is bringing your heart rate back down. That's normal trying to get your body back to a state of balance. So we put stress onto the system so that you can bring it down. But if it didn't, please get this, okay? If it didn't, if this mechanism wasn't in place, what's going to happen, Jason, is that, that 140 is going to turn to 150. 160 turns to 170. 170 turns to 180. 180 turns to 90, then 200. It continues to go up. Does that make sense? What would happen if your heart rate kept on going up? Explode. Death. So we need this as a mechanism. I want you guys to understand this. We need this as a mechanism, as a regulatory mechanism to bring us back to a state of governance. It's necessary. So as this dynamic balance is in place, wax on, wax off, perhaps. So your body's always in this state of balance. Now the sympathetic part, this is your fight or flight. This is your rest and digest. Okay, good. 
Of course, I'm keeping it basic. Yes, there's more, far more to this, far more details. I can go into it if, I, if we need to, but we don't need to say. But I want you to gather. Our brains think. This thinking process is electrical. It's completely 100% electrical. What that means is this, is that every single neuron, every single neuronal transaction, every single synapse, every single synaptic cleft is conducting calcium ion channels, creating an electropolarity gradient, creating charge inside of our brain. So literally, if you wanted to, if in theory we could, not that we can, if you put your hand into this brain, you could electrocute your hand. In theory. Of course, we can't ever do that because you'd be dead if you ever opened the brain up that way. Like you put your hand into a socket. There's an electromagnetic, electrical charge inside that. So there's a charge that's traveling through your nervous system. Your entire nervous system is an electrical circuit. The heart, the feeling part of the brain or the body is feeling. And feeling is magnetic. Thinking, feeling. Okay. Now, let me say why I'm saying this stuff. Do you remember earlier when I was saying some of you like to cognitively to answer and don't want to jump, don't want to move, don't want to dance, don't want to do anything? You just want to think your way to problem solutions? Let me ask you a question. You tell me. How many times have you ever been able to think yourself out of a solution? You can't. Here's why. Einstein said this. A problem cannot be solved in the same level of consciousness in which it's created. So if you're thinking at this level, this plane, this thinking, and you're trying to solve it in that form of thinking, it's never going to happen. You've got to change that energy. How do you change the energy? By feeling different. You've got to move your body. You've got to use the system to move inside of it because the brain is electrical. But we have feedback from the body to the brain through the vagus nerve. We have feedback from the brain back to the body. And it goes back and forth inside this. Now what happens is this, when we get into problems and we start thinking in a challenging way, maybe our spouse isn't allowing us to live our life the way we want. Maybe our, our past situations aren't working. Maybe our parents had done something to us. Maybe there's guilt and shame behind things that we've done in the past. This thinking is affecting the feeling out here, right? And a lot of people used to say the analysis of paralysis. You've heard that before. Okay, cool. I don't have a problem with that when you overthink a problem. It's like saying, like, scared money doesn't make money. Because what happens when you're scared? You're overthinking a situation. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewired. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.